everyone, and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. You know, we're always trying to figure out new ways and what we can do to save money, right? Well, my next guest, Karen Ford, is going to help us do just that. So let's take a moment out, and I'll be right back with Karen. guys like I was saying I have Karen Ford and you know I don't know I just can't seem to stay away from the advice because you guys keep asking for it so Karen would you please introduce yourself to my listeners absolutely first of all thank you for letting me be on here today with you Queen Pen my name is Karen Ford and I am a master financial coach and I absolutely love helping people get out of debt build wealth and demolishing debt and budgeting the whole nine yards I like the way you said that demolishing debt she didn't just say get out of debt she's like demolishing like we're getting rid of this today Okay. (laughs) So, okay. I have to ask, what made you decide that, you know what, I am going to not only, you know, get rid of my own debt, but I am going to help others. I mean, like what, what made you start on this journey? You know, every time I'm on a podcast or anything, Queen Pen, I always get asked that question. And I love that question. Uh, I enjoy helping people. And several years ago, I had a friend of mine tell me, Karen, you know, you're so good with numbers. You're so great with money. You ought to go get some more training. I'm actually a registered nurse, <laughs> but I haven't practiced as a registered nurse for several years since I've gotten into the financial coaching uh, arena, simply Well, let me tell you the story. I'm a registered nurse. I haven't practiced as a nurse for quite a while. I went and I got further training and I absolutely fell in love with coaching people and helping people get out of debt and helping them manage their money in a greater way. And I look at it like this. As a nurse, I help people get healthy physically, But as a master financial coach, I help people get healthy financially. And so I just have a passion to help people. And I find so many people today, it doesn't matter how old you are, so many people don't know how to manage their money because they've just never been taught. It's nothing that they've done. It's no fault of their own. Most of the time, they just don't know how to handle money, what to do with it, how to manage it. And that's where I come in. I'm another set of eyes. I go in non-judgmental. I'm not going to condemn you if if you have a lot of debt. Hey, I coached a couple one time and between the two of them, they had 86 credit cards. I kid you not. And everyone was- Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) 86 credit cards? 86 credit cards. How do you even amass? 86 credit cards like I I thought you would have said something like eight 86 oh no 86 I'll tell you how this couple did it you know it's it's an easy trap to fall into I'm not going to shoot arrows at anybody uh that 
is listening and, and thinking, oh God, I've got 20 or however many credit cards you have, or I have this much debt. Listen, I'm here to help. You know, if you go to a doctor and, you know, the doctor doesn't stand there and shame you. Oh, you broke your leg and shame you for breaking your leg. Listen, accidents happen. Mistakes right, occur. Right. So I'm not going to condemn anybody that has an issue with debt or money. This couple came in. It was my first time, first session with them. And I ask a series of questions when I meet a couple, I, I find out what their income is, I find out what debts they have, I find out what their dreams are. Where do you see yourself in 20 years? Where do you wanna be in 20 years? Where do you wanna be in five years? Where do you wanna be six months from now? Tell me what your dream is financially. What kind of travel do you wanna do? Because if you can say what your dreams are, now we can work on getting you there. Let's make that dream happen. Let's make that vision happen. And so they came in, I asked the questions. And, and one of the last questions I ask is, you know, let's list your debts. What are the balances? What are your payments? And, and then I said, okay, is there anything else? And the wife looked at me and her face turned beet red. And she said, well, I have some credit cards he doesn't know about. I said, okay, well, let's go ahead and name them and let's get them down here. And and I said, so we listed them. And then I said, okay, is there anything else? And then his face turned beet red. And he said, well, I have some credit cards that she doesn't know about. And oh I said, God. okay. I said, well, let's list those. And, and so I said, no, is there anything else? And they both said, no. And I said, listen, you know, we could have a major fight right now you know, in your marriage, because both of you, you know, didn't know what each other was doing. I said, but we're not going to do that. Listen, all cards are on the table. No pun intended. All cards are on the table. There's no other debts to be listed. So let's not, you know, shoot arrows at each other. Now everything's out on the table. It's all out in the open. Both of you made mistakes. Both of you, you know, came clean. And I said, so now all debts are listed. So now the goal and the vision needs to be, how do we attack this debt? There's no reason to, you know, there's no reason to start having to fight about it. It's already done. So let's start from right now and work on getting out of debt and demolishing, you know, you know, demolishing this debt and getting rid of these credit cards. Now that was a process that did not happen overnight. So I don't want to tell anybody out there, you know, if you've got 86 credit cards or, you know, thousands of dollars in debt that you're going to get out of debt overnight. Most of the time that doesn't happen, but I will tell you this, if you got into debt, you can get out of debt because no matter what situation you have, there is always hope. There is always hope. Listen, you might want to lose a hundred pounds. That's probably not going to happen overnight. But if you start making mild adjustments and doing what you need to do, the weight's going to come off. It's no different with debt. You're not going to get out of debt overnight. I'm really sorry about that. Most of the time that doesn't happen. But if you'll hunker down, if you'll make some slight adjustments, you're going to see that you can do this. And I always want to give people hope because I, you know, I was in a hopeless situation years ago. But listen, it can be done. 
and I've helped a lot of people. I, I've helped people that had uh, small incomes. And when I say small, I mean small, like $500 a month and they were on public assistance. Wow. You know, I've met people and have coached people with million, million dollars a month income, but they had a lot of debt. So it doesn't matter what your situation is, whether you have a lot of income, a little income, whether you have a little debt or $860,000 in debt, your situation is not hopeless. There is always hope for your situation. There's always help for your situation. And if you got into debt, you can certainly get out of debt. Exactly, exactly. So I have a question. And I mean, I think we really found out the answer to this. Um, I would say March of last year, yeah. um, but are, are we seeing more people that are really living paycheck to paycheck, no matter what, no matter what financial bracket they're in? Uh, that is a great question. And actually the statistics are this seven out of 10 people live paycheck to paycheck. Now that doesn't, maybe it doesn't sound bad to you all, but let's look at it. That's 70%, 70% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And you know, that that is actually very scary. So what we need to do is if you are one of those individuals that are living paycheck to paycheck, listen, I'm not a Debbie Downer. I, I always give people hope. So if you're living paycheck to paycheck, one thing that, that needs to happen is look at your income, find out, write it down. What is your gross income? That's, that's your income before all of the taxes come out and all of those things come out and jot down what your take-home pay is. That's after all the taxes are taken out. Now, the money that you're going to work with is your take-home pay. What is your paycheck? whether it's direct deposit, whether it is an actual paper paycheck. Then you need to write down what all your bills are. What is your rent or your mortgage payment? What's your car payment if you have a car payment? How much is your electric, your gas, your water, your garbage, your cable, your phone, all of it, list it all. Credit cards, whatever it is. Now, look at that and see, and I don't like to use the word change because we are creatures of habit and we do not like to change. However, we don't mind adjusting. <laughs> so I always tell people we're going to make some adjustments. You have to be willing to make some adjustments if you want to change how you're living. If you want to change that living paycheck to paycheck, you have to be willing to make some adjustments. Listen, your cable bill can change. Do you really need 250 channels? You know, most people work really don't. You. I don't. I don't think we we realize that, but most people really don't. Right. So if you look at okay, do what what stations do I watch? And then you can actually negotiate with them, whether it's cable, whether it's DirecTV, you know, Dish, whatever it is, you can negotiate with these people. You can call them and say, look, you know, I'm not watching all of these stations. I definitely want these particular stations. So what is the package, the most basic package that covers these stations? And uh, 
of course, their job is to try to sell you and try to keep you with the higher price. But a lot of times you can negotiate. Hey, I was on the phone with them for an hour one day and I said, look, I have been with you for over 10 years and you are giving newbies, to, uh, you know, a great deal for them to sign up with you. And there's other places I can call. So if you can't give me a deal, I'll just cancel and go with someone else. So that's kind of up to you, but I want a deal. You know, they knocked my bill off $50 a month without even changing anything, without changing my package. You right, can right. if you're willing to call. Here's another thing, your internet provider. If you have a separate internet provider or if your internet provider is locked in with your, with your TV, you can negotiate with that. A lot of times those little things really add up. Something else you can do. Uh, how many apps do you have on your phone? What, how much gigabytes or how much data are you using on your phone each month? You know, if, if you're paying for say, you know, five and you're only using three each month, call them up and say, look, I'm paying for something that I'm not even using. So let's bring it down a little bit. And what can you do on my bill? You know, so wait, so, you mean we don't all like need that unlimited plan? Right. Do you really need that unlimited plan? No, not, most people bill. don't. Right. So look at that. You, a small adjustments can actually, and some people are thinking, I, I can hear it now. Well, that's only $50 a month. Yeah, but in the scheme of thing in a year, that's $600 that you can put in your pocket. Here's something else to look at. I, I coached a, a, a young man one time and he had a great income, but I couldn't figure out. We looked at his rent, we looked at his bills and I thought, man, where is some of this money going? I couldn't figure it out. And I just looked at him. I said, do you drink coffee? He said, yeah. Now, listen, I, I love coffee. I, I, I am an avid coffee drinker. Love it, love it, love it. So I'm not going to shoot anybody that drinks coffee. He said, yeah, I drink coffee. I said, do you drink coffee at home or, or what do you do? He says, oh, no, I, I don't make coffee at home. I drive through on my way to work to, you know, through, and I, I don't know that I can say the name of the place, but he gets his specialty coffee there every day on his way to work. I said, okay, how much does that coffee cost you? And he told me six bucks or whatever it was. And I said, okay, so you do that every day on your way to work. How many days do you go to work five days, sometimes six days a week? I said, ah, okay. So anyway, long story short, he was spending anywhere between 250 and $300 a month on his specialty coffee. And he didn't really realize it because every day, you know, every day when he went, he just handed him his debit card or he handed him, you know, the cash or whatever. And so when we realized and discovered he was spending 250 to $300 a month on specialty coffee, through that drive-through, he decided that he was going to make a slight adjustment. Uh, now, I didn't make the adjustment. He did. Because if I tell you what to do, nine times out of 10, you're not going to do it because you don't like to be told what to do, right? So I just show you what you're doing. And then you have an aha moment. And I just said to him, well, do, you want to, do you want to adjust that? Or do you want to keep doing that every day on your way to work? He said, no, I, I want to change that. I said, okay, so what are you willing to do? 
He said, I am going to get my specialty coffee just on Fridays at the end of the work week as a treat. And the rest of the time, I will make the coffee at home. He made the adjustment. Wow. I knew the adjustment he needed to make. But see, because he saw how much he was spending and he decided to make the adjustment, now he's going to do it. Now, had he said, no, I want that specialty coffee every day and I'm going to drive through, I would say, okay, well, well, let's look at something else. See, if you're not willing to do it, I'm not going to try to talk you into it. Now we'll look at something else. Okay, here's something else. I coach a lot of people and man, the holidays are great, right? We eat our Christmas cookies. We have our Christmas dinners. You know, we eat. <laughs> Last March, April and May, people put on the, the COVID pounds, right? Because yeah, yeah. So here's what I say. People decide, oh man, I, I'm going to pay for that gym membership because we make our New Year's resolution and say, I'm going to get back into shape and get some of this weight off. Hey, I'm not against gym memberships. I have a gym membership. But here's the question. How often do you go? <laughs> Are you paying $300 right. a month or $300 for, for a quarter or whatever? And you start off really good and motivated and you go consistently for two weeks. And then you're thinking, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I don't want to get up in the morning and go there. And you start putting it off. And now you don't even, now you don't even go. So now you're pay, you've paid for a gym membership that you're not even using. So that's something else to consider. Guys, this is definitely to be continued. So this was part one. You guys have to stay tuned for part two, which is coming up on Wednesday. So as always, guys, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other and happy shopping. Hey, this is Pete Perkins Heard from the Trep Life Podcast, and you are listening to the CQP Moments Podcast. Remember to subscribe, share, and enjoy.